0: Daily podcast is available at dot com. Twitch live stream for our Sunday radio broadcast each and every Sunday. And, of course, Talk America Live each and every Saturday. Thanks for joining us today. The Mix on Tuesdays as well. iHeartRadio, AM, FM, 24-7.com. And build, grow, and enjoy. We have got a fantastic new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. We're going to tell you a little bit about these. Folks, these guys are doing some amazing things. A brand new luxury perfume brand is coming to the market. Everyone, go follow B-E-N-I-G-N-A Perfumes for a luxury perfume. That's right. B E I N G N A P. A-R-F-U-M-S. Go follow them for a luxury perfume. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got Larry Tracy joining us today. And of course, Larry is the author of Bring Home the Bacon. It is a uh, Fantastic, fantastic book, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations. To get the buy-in from any audience, it's the SP3 system. And Larry is with us today here on the telephone. Now, uh, Larry, let's talk a little bit about this Robert Mueller situation. Uh, What did you make of this the other day, my friend?
1: Well, when I watched the hearings, James, I I, I sort of felt a, a degree of sympathy for Robert Mueller. I mean, he was a decorated Marine. He was the... FBI director during that terrible period after 9-11. Uh, but, you know, as we say about athletes, when they're at the end of their career, they've lost a step or two. He seems to have lost a lot of steps. And, uh, it, it, it's, and it's come out in all the commentary that, that he didn't seem to know what was in his own report. And that um, confirms suspicion many have had that he wasn't the principal writer of the report. It was Andrew Weissman, the very strong uh, pro-Clinton lawyer who, in one of his cases, I think he's the only lawyer in history who had one of his um, uh, cases that he ran overturned by the Supreme Court by nine to zero. So he's probably not a very good lawyer, but for some reason he brought him in. But one of the things that I I wanted to point out today is I went back in and I, I, I had looked before and found this in the Mueller report. But I was surprised that none of the Republicans brought it up yesterday. And let me quote directly from the report. It's on page 152. Now, keep in mind, this this is the report, the Mueller report, not from National Review or any conservative publication. These are the words of the report. And it goes, quote, As soon as news broke that Trump had been elected president, Russian government officials and prominent Russian businessmen Began trying to make inroads into the new administration. They appeared not to have pre-existing contacts and struggled to connect with senior officials around the president-elect. Now that's about as clear an indication that there was no collusion. If there had been collusion, they would have just said, "Okay, good going, fellas. Now, now let's get our uh, operations running with this new president so we can control him." Uh, they didn't do it, and these are, you know, so the question is, why did they even continue the investigation, which they were charged with finding proof of collusion, when they themselves concede that there was no collusion? It was, and the idea that Hunt or that Trump called it a witch hunt is absolutely correct. They had no pre-existing crime, so uh, that was my main take of of things yesterday. And why none of the Republicans brought that up, I I don't know. Perhaps they did. I didn't watch the entire hearing. It was too painful to watch. Uh, But um, uh, that that shows there was no collusion. Therefore, there was no basis for that special counsel. And also, uh, he refused to really comment much on the Steele dossier, which was really the basis, nor on this uh, so-called mysterious professor who started feeding the information, Mifsud, uh, so the next shoe to drop, James, is going to be when the Attorney General's, um, the IG of the Attorney General's office comes out with his report and then with uh, Attorney uh, uh, Dunham up in Connecticut who's got subpoena authority and I think they're going to probably start the subpoena Wiseman and a lot of other people that were on that that uh, committee, or that uh, report and find out exactly what went on with it. So that, that, that was my main take of yesterday. A disaster for the Democrats. It shows that Trump people did talk with them after that, but it was not before the election. So that,
0: that's, there's my take, James. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live. Bring Home the Bacon is the latest from him. and uh, so with with uh, you mentioned that Robert Mueller basically was the guy who didn't really author it. are they going to grab? The guy that did author it and bring him in?
1: I hope so. I I think uh, Mueller, as it turns out, was a figurehead. They put a man of prestigious background, a registered Republican, and then he brought this team in, and the team that he brought in uh, to be his prosecutors, there was not one Republican among them. They were all Clinton supporters, and in fact, Wiseman, his chief guy, was attending Hillary Clinton's so-called victory party in New York. And and he's he's a a rabid uh, partisan. He's he's not an objective lawyer. Mueller seems to bow out of that stuff by saying, well, I don't look at politics. I just look at their lawyerly qualities. Well, Wiseman doesn't seem to have many lawyerly qualities either. So um, it's it's a real mystery as to what happened. It it just looked like, and a a friend of mine who was a lawyer, uh, he sent me an email today. He said it looked like we were looking at an almost senile old man who uh, was hard of hearing, and he, he couldn't uh, articulate well. He was not the Robert Mueller that people had seen before.
0: We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast, and Larry Tracy's latest book is absolutely amazing. Tell me about some of the different uh, feedback you've gotten on the book so far, my friend.
1: Well, a lot of people are finding it very useful uh, because of the fact that it, uh, I have a, a belief that the most important skill a person can have is the ability to be persuasive, to be able to get people to buy into what you were saying. And the system that I developed uh, works. And I I developed it in uh, some pretty uh, high pressure situations. As as you know, I'm a retired Army colonel, and at one time I was the senior intelligence briefer to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And being able to make your position very clear, uh, very uh, articulate in that sense, if it hadn't worked, I would have been fired. So it did work. And then later, the White House uh, put me over into the State Department so I could travel around the country debating controversial foreign policy issues uh, before skeptical and hostile audiences and a lot of media outlets as well. Uh, The result of that was the feedback that the White House got that President Reagan paid a very nice compliment to me on my speaking ability. And then I went into the field of speech coaching. So that is the system that is in the book. And if you read that book, and you make it your own system, you're going to be able to be a lot more successful being able to get people to buy into what you're saying. So I, I hope that people will, because persuasion is just so important in modern-day life.
0: We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, moving forward past this Robert Mueller situation, what do you think is going to be next uh, in the news cycle? Well, the next big thing,
1: and it looks like it's not going to be until September, because Washington sort of closes down in August... And um, uh, Michael Horowitz, the IG of the inspector of the uh, attorney general's office, is supposed to come out with his report. And there have been leaks right now. There are really going to be a lot of, as as they say in the internet, a lot of bombshells coming out. One of the most disgraceful things is that the FBI director, Comey, apparently had a spy in the White House who was feeding information to him all the time he was telling Trump you're not a, a subject of any investigation, yet he was running a covert intelligence operation. That that, that could wind Comey in jail uh, on that. And then uh, some of the other things, and there are, there are rumors that Christopher Steele has agreed to testify in return for immunity. Now, he's a U.K. citizen, so it might have been a little difficult, but I think with, uh, especially with the new prime minister, in the U.K., they would have extradited him to the United States, and he could have faced charges because it looks like he provided completely false information. And um, maybe they've said to him, listen, we don't really care about sending you to jail. You just tell us everything you know, and you've got immunity. And if that happens, they're going to be a lot of people sweating it who are involved in it. So I think that's phase two, and that'll be the next two years running up to the election when, when that takes place. In the meantime, you've got the uh, the Democratic candidates who are so far to the left that I, I just don't think the American people would ever go along with that philosophy. And and one, one other point on there, uh, Joe Biden's big problem right now is his age. And yesterday with Mueller, people could have said, you know, Biden is even older than Mueller and he has a tendency to stumble anyway. So uh, that'll probably uh, come up a lot, bringing things about his age. Uh, but uh, but going back, Trump constantly shoots, his, shoots himself in the foot. When he attacked that uh, Somali-born congressman, instead of telling her to go back where she came from and the U.S. citizens that were born here, he could have so easily said, look at how you have betrayed the country that gave you shelter, that brought you in from that terrible place where you were born, and this is what you're doing to your country. He could have taken the high road and had the same impression, but he constantly gives his enemy. I I use a military analogy, James. In in the military, uh, the G4 is the one who gets all the supplies for you, including the ammunition. And Donald Trump has become the G4 of the Democratic Party. He is constantly providing them information that can go against uh, him in the end. And his base, uh, they're constantly saying his base is uh, uh, white men or white white people uh, over a certain age who. uh, what's the other one, Uh, who are non-college educated. Well, I'm white, I'm male, I'm over a certain age, and I've got two master's degrees, and I'm voting for Trump, as I did before. So uh, it's going to be a wild, wild two years leading up to that election.
0: Absolutely amazing. It's Larry Tracy. And, uh, Larry, thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thanks very much, James. Appreciate it. Thank you. There he goes, Larry Tracy. We've got more coming up.